You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now, instead of staying stuck in wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question, and this podcast, along with our Let's Talk Autism newsletter and our private sisterhood, will give you the answers. My name is Shannon Urquiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me, and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 57, The Benefits to Setting Boundaries. Well, hey there, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. You guys already know I am so glad that you are here and that you choose to spend a few minutes with me during your week. I really hope that you are finding value in the podcast and that it truly is helping you navigate this unique parenting journey that we are all on. So in today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of setting boundaries for our kids. Now, first, let me explain exactly what I am referring to when I say boundaries. Boundaries are clear and precise outline that communicates what is and isn't allowed or accepted. Now, having boundaries will help your child navigate their world and give them an understanding of how they can easily meet those expectations. Boundaries are essentially understanding and respecting the needs of others. And today I am talking specifically about your boundaries as their parent. And this means when setting boundaries, you have to take into consideration your personal family values, because what your boundaries are probably won't be the same as my boundaries or as you know, your friend's boundaries. All of our boundaries are going to be different based on our expectations and our individual family values. Now, I promise you there is nothing along my autism parenting journey that has been more beneficial or helpful for us than setting boundaries. And let me just add to that. It is one thing to set boundaries, and it's an entirely different thing to actually stick to them. And that, mamas, is the most important part. So throughout this episode, I am going to be talking about all of it. First, you have to decide what your goal is for the boundaries that you are setting. What is the outcome that you are hoping to achieve by setting boundaries? Look, I promise you no amount of yelling or screaming is going to help. That's why boundaries are so important. Boundaries help our kids to learn appropriate self-control, and that is very important to their growth and development. Boundaries will help them function in society, and isn't it our goal as their parent throughout this journey to help them build the skill set that they're going to need for independence, right? Of course it is. Here's another thing. 
for our kids, their inability to prioritize and process information makes structure and learn behavior super important. And that's what this is. Another thing I want to add here is that if you are co-parenting with a spouse or a partner, you must get on the same page regarding boundaries. So many times I have worked with families where one parent commonly tries to protect the child, to mask or hide or lessen their behaviors, while the other parent often becomes confrontational regarding the behaviors and nothing positive comes from this. You must be collaborative in setting the boundaries and both of you should be willing to follow through even when it is hard. Taking the easy way out will never get you where you want to be. There are many different areas that you may need to set boundaries, but most boundaries generally for us revolve around behaviors. It might be how they interact with other people. It might be a morning or a bedtime routine or a negative behavior pattern when they are upset. Whatever it is, it is critical that the boundaries are clear and specific. And even more important is that you have talked about and discussed the boundaries in advance and your child, him or her, they are crystal clear on those boundaries as well as the consequences if they overstep the boundaries. We all know that our children tend to live in the black and white, right? There's no gray area. So it is imperative that they understand the boundaries. They know what your expectations are, how you want them to behave in a specific situation around which the boundary is created, right? This generally works way better than what you don't want them to do. So you're going to create in the boundaries what you want them to do, what your expectations are that they do in that situation. You want to make sure that the boundaries have positive outcomes and rewards when they're followed. Positive reinforcement is such a powerful strategy with our kids. Our goal is always to help them begin to understand the cause and effect from the boundaries. Pay attention and acknowledge their success. And let me just caution you too, that if you are only attentive to them when they are acting out or misbehaving and they are having those negative behaviors, those behaviors will likely escalate. So just keep that in mind. Boundaries likely won't work if it's just a conversation or things that they're expected to remember. Instead, I always recommend that you use visual charts, calendars, social stories, dry erase boards, calendars, whatever works for your family. But I definitely recommend that you use visual reminders so that they are visually aware of what the boundaries or expectations are. Now, if you're working on de-escalating behavior when their emotions are heightened or they are dysregulated, you might even want to consider setting up a safe zone in your home where they are expected to go to calm down. 
make sure that you have outlined at what point on your boundary visual that they need to go to their space. You know, I've worked with moms who have even used um, colored masking tape to mark specific areas that they should or should go. And that's been super helpful too. So be creative when you're coming up with the visuals for the boundaries. When you are establishing new boundaries and following through with them, it is a process. And I promise you, they will struggle. And you, yep, you will struggle too. And above all, you must understand and expect that they will absolutely test your limits just to see if you're going to follow through. And here's the truth. You have likely created their resistance over time because, I mean, if you're anything like me, you have probably found yourself being lenient to a rule likely more than a few times. You probably let things slide here or there. Give in. Let them have something that they didn't actually earn because, you know, let's be honest, it was just easier in the moment. But herein lies the problem. They know this. They know that you didn't say anything last Friday when they kept their device 30 minutes longer than they were supposed to. So guess what happens this Friday? Yep. They will push the limits and they will test you. And mama, hear me when I say this. You will make mistakes and you will learn along the way. Look, I still screw up and usually I now recognize it as soon as I do, but here's what I can tell you. I learn every single time from my mistakes and every time I screw up, I make a plan to do better next time and I know exactly what I did wrong and what I will do different the next time it happens. Now, by following through and doing what you say and adhering to the boundaries, you, you know, what will happen is after you do it time and time again, they will eventually grasp the concept and it will get easier, but you have to commit to being consistent and you have to be prepared and anticipate that it will get harder before it gets easier. And just so you aren't shocked, I will go ahead and warn you. They likely are not going to like the new boundaries. Even though you have reviewed them in detail with them and they understand the why behind the boundary. And just in case I didn't say this earlier, let me just say, it will always be helpful when you are setting the boundary that they understand the why behind it. Now, despite all of that and all of your pre-boundary preparation, be ready for them to challenge you and try really hard to break you down. You've got to be ready. You've got to be up for the challenge. We want them to understand that the boundaries are to help them learn to control their emotional responses in a more appropriate manner, to understand that in life, they won't always get what they want. And every one of us as human beings, we all have boundaries that we have to follow in life, right? I say this only because I don't want you to get caught up in the 
how you make me feel when you do the thing or, you know, how you make me feel when you do A, B, or C. And I see this a lot when a child is being verbally aggressive. One of the biggest struggles for our kids is understanding other people's perspectives. So they likely don't understand how you were feeling. It's just very difficult for them. Remember, they have difficulty perceiving things from someone else's perspective other than their own. So always make the boundaries about them, not about you, not about how they're making you feel. And I talked about this in depth in episode 40, which is the impact of mind blindness. And that talks about their struggle to understand other people's perspectives. So if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go listen to that because that'll give you some more insight into that. Now, mastering any skill for any of us takes practice, right? We're not good at anything when we try it the first time. So that is how I want you to think about the boundaries that you're setting up. They won't get it right the first time and be successful from that point forward. It's going to take repetition and it's going to take trial and error. So let me review a little and give you a few common strategies that you can consider using. First of all, make sure that they understand the boundaries and that they are outlined clearly and visible to them. If you have things that are expected in order for them to get to do something, for example, make those clear on that visual. These are great for you because all you have to do is send them to the board, right? At a glance, they can see that they earn electronic time after they have checked off the daily chores because it's written right there. And next When they are resistant to the boundaries, they will likely exhibit negative, unwanted behaviors. And when that happens, remind them if they do or don't do the thing, they will or won't earn whatever it is that they are wanting in that moment. No need to raise your voice or your emotions. That is the amazing thing about boundaries. We need to be very clear in our boundaries because we are teaching them that they are in control of the outcome, right? If you decide to make the right decision, it will result in what you want. If you don't, you won't get what you want. It is completely up to them. I was I was coaching one of our moms in the membership recently about this exact thing. And this was actually a light bulb moment for her. When she realized that she could let go of it being her responsibility and simply put the responsibility back on her son, it was his decision, his choice. And what did that do? It gave her a sense of relief because she wasn't the one taking something away from him. It was his decision to make. And if he didn't make the right choice and ultimately didn't earn what he wanted, She allowed herself to be free of the guilt because it was no longer up to her. It was completely up to him. Now, I also pointed out to her, and I want to make it clear to you as well, that I always caution you on giving in or allowing him or her to have what they are trying to get in that moment 
Because if you do, all you are doing is reinforcing that behavior. And every time you do it, you are literally starting over. And there's also a chance that that behavior may escalate and get worse. Now, all kids need to learn boundaries and rules. And they all have to have consequences when they don't adhere to the boundaries. And you know, you have heard me say it many times before. Just because our child has autism does not give them a free pass. So before I go, I want to let you know that there may come a time when you are seeing a pattern of behaviors that are linked to a specific item or event or thing, which I'll just tell you, usually more often than not, it is an electronic device. But there may come a time when you have to eliminate those things altogether for an extended period of time, just in order to break the cycle. What does that mean? Just take them away. Will it be easy? Nope, absolutely not. But here is what I can tell you from experience. It will get easier every day until a point where their interests have moved on. And they might just surprise you. They might find interest in things that you never knew they were interested in. Then when time has passed and things are going well, you can choose to introduce those things back in slowly, setting new limits and new boundaries. Remember, success won't happen overnight. It will take consistency and doing what you say over and over again. It is nothing that you cannot handle. Seriously, think of everything that you have already tackled along this journey. This is just one more thing that will ultimately make your day-to-day life much easier over time. All right. I hope this has been helpful and I appreciate you spending your time with me. And I would really appreciate it if you would take just a quick minute and write us a review so we can keep reaching more moms just like us and helping them navigate this unique parenting journey. Until next week, make it a great week. And remember, you are doing amazing at this mom thing. Hey, so if you are loving what you are learning on the podcast, you really should check out our private membership. Our Not Your Average Autism Mom community is where we dive deeper into all of the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day when you learn to manage your mind. You will have access to all of our training and resources that you will need along your autism parenting journey. And you will develop relationships with other moms just like you all raising a child with autism. It is my absolute favorite place to be. So head on over to the website at www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to get all the details. And please, if we're not open right now for new members, we only open a couple times a year. Be sure to join the wait list so that you'll be the first to know when we're going to open. I hope you do. I would love to work with you inside.